Yeah. Yeah. That's right, you geeks. Welcome to a very special Independence Day. As I burn myself relentlessly. Fire everywhere. Edition of the Echo Screen Live. Happy Independence Day to everybody. Glad for you to join us today. We are burning things and wearing lots of patriotic stuff. That's how we do. Because it's a very special holiday, obviously, here in America. We're very happy to have those of you with our international audience with us as well. Welcome. To celebrate with us, welcome to the show. It only lasts as long as that sparkler. Right, so it's going to be short and sweet today. No, um... So we are going to talk about American gaming today, but first, I should introduce myself. I am your host, as always, the Commodore, and I am here today wearing my very special Bud Light hat. What's special about it? Well, what's special about it is it has American colors. I would never wear this in public normally, but uh, I'm going to put this in a glass of water, make sure Ooh, we don't burn anything. Sizzle. Very good. And uh, it also, as you can tell, safety first, has a bottle cap opener actually in the brim. So I think later on in the podcast, you'll probably see me open a, a tasty beverage. Why later? With, well, because I'm, I'm not ready to drink it yet. I haven't spoken enough. Anyway, uh, to my left is the always patriotic Rue. Rue, how you doing? I'm good. Good. Are you feeling... Um, America. Oh, you're feeling American today. Mm-hmm. Good. I can, see, I can tell by your festive headwear. And also the fact I'm drinking Diet Pepsi, which I never do. You don't? Yeah, that's a lie. Okay, I was about to say. I thought you drank that all the time. Anyway, uh, so we're, what are we going to do on the show today? Let's see. So we're going to do what we normally have in terms of format. So we're going to talk about some news items. Yep. Although probably not that American many. News. Because we don't, yeah, it's not really no. that much to talk about this week. Um, then we'll get to our topic du jour, which is really a celebration, oh, you if you will. crap all over this. Look, table. I did not mean to do that. You were the one that had the brilliant Fire. idea of the, spar- of the sparklers. We're going to talk about American gaming. And uh, hopefully keep our profanity to a minimum. And then, lastly, we will have what most people think to be the best part of the show, which is the question and answer session with us. It's, I, I, wish, I wish it was more exciting than that, but it's not. Wow, that's loud in this was closed it, room. Was it, was it? Wow. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, sorry. Yeah, I can't hear anything. I distracted but any, uh, <clears throat> So anyway, so we'll do the, uh, we'll, we'll actually do some question and answer. So if you have Paul questions. thinks I look pretty. Yeah, see, that's good. Pretty. If you have any questions, uh, you don't have to wait for the question and answer part of the show. You can actually ask your questions at any time. Could be about the topic we talk about tonight. Could be about any topic in general. Um, whatever you fancy. But if you are going to ask a question, you should please send a personal message to COTGW, or as Rue will click you into the, aha, uh-huh, right there. Send a personal message to COTGW, as indicated in the chat room. COTGW, as the, as the kids like. Kadugua. 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 Anyway, so, yeah, so let's let's get into some news items. Put down the fire extinguisher and get back over here. Okay. All right. See, we're not completely we're crazy. Not, no, we didn't we, we had fire. didn't think we'd light the place on fire. It just, you know. We uh, might. In case we were going to with the fireworks. So, what is in the news today, Mr. Commodore? Oh, man. There's not much in the news. It's it's been kind of a sl- it's been kind of a slow. So, the way that the cycle really works, right, is you have Oh, the light. Oh, crap. Yeah, we got to light the light up. Light the light. Is you f- you have E3, which has all this wonderful news. And then everybody goes back and everybody goes and works on the things that they announced at E3 and there's not much in the in the, yeah. in the way of news. And then there's America Birthday, so who wants and to And then there's America Birthday, so, you know, there's not really much going on there. There is a good point, though. What? Before we talk about anything else, PASI yes. Nightshade has a very important point. Yes. Final Fantasy VII PC port announced. That's what everyone was looking for. Oh my gosh, unbelievable. Everyone was like, we don't want to see this on the PS3 all prettified or anything. We want a PC port. Is it is it made by IDOS or ported by IDOS like the last? I can't one? believe you remembered that it was made by IDOS. Yeah, and it had the it had the great Sony synth drivers on it mm-hmm. that you could you use for MIDI. That was pretty terrible. I but it was still better than 
Well, I mean, it was it was pretty bad. Yeah, it was right. pretty bad. Yeah, it was bad. Who's looking for this? Who's looking forward to this? Are you looking forward to this? You no, gonna buy it? No. Uh, no. I, I mean, I, maybe I should because you know the idea of, of this. Uh, the idea of playing Final Fantasy VII top to bottom, it actually does is something I would like to do. I mean, mm-hmm. that's cool. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't think I'll probably have any time to do that anytime soon. I got too many other th- games in the queue. It's just not going to happen. You are you are you planning no. on? No, I didn't think so. Hey, if we can go a little bit away from some uh, video game news, oh, okay. for once, I like what you're doing here. I like what this is going. I found out recently, yeah, that Wizards of the Coast, okay, which is having their lunch eaten by Pathfinder. Yes, um, are they really? They are. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Um, anyway, D and D Fourth Edition not doing as well as they hope. So what are they doing? They have re- they are re- have re released. Special editions of D&D First Edition to play. So you can play D&D First Edition like Gary Gygax intended back in 1974. Mm. I your, don't think that's going to help. Your class can be elf. I don't... Because that's how it worked back then. Yeah, I don't think that's going to... No? I don't think that's going to help the whole process. Taito? Something just doesn't sound right about that. I, I don't think... Are you because really gonna, nostalgia. You're going to save your Wouldn't audience you by being able to play it? D&D 1? No. Wouldn't you want to try no. it? No, no, I, I don't. I don't want to play two ever again. I don't want to play D and D ever again. All I want to, I mean, you three and three point five probably. I'd do that. I mean, because that's basically what Pathfinder is. It's three point seven five. Isn't that so. awful? Yeah, that exactly. Says. It is. Yes, it, it kind of it is. is. It's awful, but it's nostalgia. And also, no. if you're a hipster, you could be like, it's it's hip because it's right because cool. it's Dungeons and Dragons. It and it's not cool. And uh, yeah, I got it. And third edition was the best. Uh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Ted Flintstone thinks first edition. Well, he's a Flintstone. Of course he thinks that. Yeah! Bum, bum. Flintstone. Meet Ted Flintstone. He thinks first edition was the best. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I don't think... I, I don't think first edition was the best. I don't think anybody would probably say that. But nostalgia. Uh, you do see people that say AD&D and I might even pick them up. the best. Even though it's probably like 100 bucks for all three books. And that's what Wizards of the Coast is. Wizards of the Coast is obviously playing to nostalgia. Yes. They're like, which wow, is cool. which you is, guys is, didn't like fourth edition? Fine, here's some first edition. Which is cool. I mean, that's cool. Take I can that. Take that. I just don't know why they're not trying to divert people back to what is really... If Pathfinder's eating their lunch, then it's, you know, 3.75, essentially. So why not just make... I can't wait until 3.82. Yeah, what, exactly. Why not just make a better version of 3.5? <laughs> I, don't, I don't really Well, they're doing 5th edition. We're playtesting that. Is it, are they really doing that? Yeah, you yeah. think it's going to be a little it's more traditional? Op- they're doing or? like Pathfinder. They're doing open beta. Well, quasi-open beta. They're releasing on time. All right. Well, anyway, so yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I'm not how excited I am about that. That's that's cool though. Quick, everyone, favorite favorite D and D edition. Go go. Whoever mm-hmm. is the first person to say it wins. Five point two point five. Whatever it is. Uh, that's three point five. Okay, Karara two. You win. It. It's three point five. Nice. Actually, that's nice, nice, true. nice, 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 nice. And seven. Seven is the official winner. Um, nope. D and D seven. Sorry, incorrect. Hasn't happened yet. Nope. All right. Um, yeah, another piece of news. Interesting. Just saw. Did you just see it? Just saw it. Are you sure? Uh, besides the Nexus 7 tablet, it looks awesome. Is that there is apparently an Android-based console. I've heard of this. That will be developed, for it's which nuts. all the games will be free. Will be probably heavily advertisement-based. Well, yeah, and will debut for under $100. The, the system, you mean? Yes. Yeah. Are you interested in that? Not really. Well, uh, I, mean, I don't know enough about it, but... I mean, if, if it's the same thing as, you know, being able to just kind of port the same games that are available for your phone or for your tablet onto a 
console and TV, I just... I don't Karari's interested. Why are you interested in it, Karari? Tell us why you are interested. Why you want to play it. Yes. Except I don't know how to pronounce that. Ooh-yah. Ooh-yah. Why would it be called that? Ooh-yah. Oh, yeah. It's 99 Oh, yeah. It's not 100 Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Why do you want to play what? Oh, I don't. I don't think he was. I don't think Carrara was talking about the fact that. Yeah. Anyway, that's Love fine. Else. So yep. no one wants to play it. No, nobody. Nobody is interested in this. So you know, that's fine. That's cool. Well, I thought it was newsworthy for at least a little while. In any case, that's uh, that's pretty much all I got for news. So why don't we just move on to what we all want to talk about? All right. All right. All right. So have you queued up the American music yet, or did you already? I already did the music. Oh, okay, we already did the music. Okay. Who knew? Okay, quiz. Who knew what the music was from the pre-show music? Some of you might have known we deviated from our normal, very Japanese-based. Oh, that's true. Pre-show news. Uh, pre-show music. And went to... Didn't have speakers on. We'll do it again. Well, here you go. Here's a little, a little, bit, of, little bit of the music. All right, so I, it's actually Saving Private Ryan's a great guess. It's actually from the Medal of Honor series. It is. Michael Giacchino or Giacchino, from depending Lost. on how you say it, right? Lost and oh. Up, and um, he, he did the music. Yeah, for he's Brave. like the big guy now. Yeah, he's, he's doing music for pretty much everything now. Oh, um, PSI Nightshade got it. There it is, Medal of Honor. So yeah, that's American. That's American. So we start with some American music because our topic American. is because we're going to be talking today about American gaming. Well. In, in the context of the world. In the context of the world. Developers. Developers. Because, okay. Yeah, let's so, do that. So let's go back a little bit in our history. Yeah, let's do that. Let's Because it, it's first important. Yes. To pay homage. Yes. To, our to those, to the forefathers in gaming. What a twist. <laughs> what? America, <laughs> says Carrara, and I agree. So. So let's, let's go, go ahead. M. Night Shyamalan began video gaming. Yes. And it was a twist. And it was. It was, it was unbelievable. And, and, and it, was better than the, started. it was better than the sixth sense. And, and okay. Lin Sanity ended. And then they traded him video to gaming. the Brooklyn Nets. Wow. Um, no, anyway, go ahead. Oh. Well, that's a twist, that's, right? That would be a that twist. That would be a twist. <clears throat> That'd be terrible. Right, um, so he still wouldn't have to pay for dinner in New York. <laughs> so the first, okay, 40 years ago, yes. this year. Yes. Home video gaming began with yes. the Magnavox Odyssey, which was made by... Ralph Baer. Who is a... American. That's right. He's actually an American. Uh, but yes. Yeah, sorry. But you couldn't say... Uh, yeah, so I get it. You would so have me in on something. That was 1972. The next 10 years So you're saying his home so, video gaming was invented by Americans, as was video gaming in general. Generally thought, yes... Sometimes I mean, there's some questions. I generally what, do think what that. the first video game is. Right. Some people think it's Space War at MIT. Some people think it's, it's Space War at MIT. Uh, Somebody think it was a two. bunch of Chinese people playing with an abacus. You're so racist. Some I'm just saying. It, I was some like, people think it was <laughs> tennis for two at Brookhaven National Laboratory in the '50s. Some people think it was knots and crosses in in the UK in the early '50s. Regardless. Yeah. In any case, a Western. It was, By the it's way, actually table tennis. So, people playing ping pong actually was the first video game. Russian um, Star Saint asks, because we're, cause we're about to go, why was Atari an American company given a Japanese name? Well, that's a very interesting point. So, uh, um, Nolan Bushnell, yes. who began Atari, uh -huh. was looking for a way to market 
games to American. You you know this answer. Why are you looking at me like because that? Because you're teaching us. So Nolan Bushnell uh, starts Atari, which is a, uh, which is supposed to be a, an American based console game, mm -hmm. right? But the model at that time was to look at what the Japanese were doing in terms of creating some of the most beloved video games, arcade games at the time. This was a home console. Decides to name the company Atari, which means I'm trying to remember what Atari actually means. Well, it's it mean? from okay, it's from the Japanese game Go. Yeah, but it means something. It means it, like I um, think it means checkmate essentially. I thought it meant something more uh, uh, um, insidious. It, it's something like you're about to be destroyed. Yeah, that's what I asked. That's what I thought. Um, it was. That's that, something like that, right? Regardless. Yeah. Yes. So okay, Magnavox Odyssey, 1972. You keep going. You have Atari. Uh, Atari okay. means warning. Warning. Yeah, okay, right, there you go. Yeah, we go. Good. Warning. Warning. Danger. Will Robinson. Um, I'm going to sell you a home console. Throughout the 70s. Out of my van in California. You have Atari games. Yes. Like Pong. Like um, Poop. What's it called? Uh, Asteroids. Yep. Uh, Defender. All the all those games came games out. Games like this. Yeah. yeah, that were big. In Clones. The, not only in Atari. Because they didn't license the, anything. So you could just not, make whatever the fuck you wanted. Not only in the arcades, but also at home. Yes. So throughout the 70s, video gaming was an American-dominated thing. Yes. In terms of consumption. Oh, by the way, fireworks. it might be several, several... You might hear lots of fireworks sounds going on in the background. Just Don't worry, folks. No one's getting shot here. It's just a bunch of Americans celebrating. It's everything. just the rocket's red glare. That's right. So then 78, something interesting comes over from Japan. What was that? Space Invaders. Oh, my gosh. And then the next year, you know what you got? What was that? You got some Galaxian. Little vestiges of, of Japanese gaming making their way over and being hits. hits. And then in 1980, you had the big haymaker in Pac-Man. Boom. Boom. From that point on, from the early 80s on, especially when the video game collapse in North America happened in 1983, mm -hmm. video gaming was pretty much seen as a fad. It's over. But in Japan, it was still strong. And that, then Nintendo came over. From that point on, in North America, in the West, we'll say, yeah. Japanese gaming was the thing. The Japanese developers basically... And we're talking from a development perspective. It's a very important everything. nuance to what you're saying. Which yes. I, I agree 100%, yes. right? So Japanese designers mm -hmm. were designing and painting and developing and you know, leading the art direction for all of these games. And that's what we mean by that. It's dominated by Japanese video game makers. Right. It's right. Uh, 80s and 90s, you had Nintendo, Sega, Sega. Sony, yep. and uh, those and are just, those are just the, the hardware manufacturers. Yeah, and then all the developers of Konami and Capcom. Konami, Capcom. And Koei and, yeah. uh, God, the list goes on and on and on. Square. So, so, so. Square so, and so, Enix yeah. when they were separate. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's not that you didn't have American companies making video games, great video games, Activision, yep. EA, Maxis, things like that. Um, but they were the Japanese kind of ruled the world. And even, you know, there were even some... some Unambiguous. Uh, like, yeah, I mean, uh, certain places, like Britain had, you know, Rareware and Infograms and, you know, yeah, French so, developers. Was it, but it, I thought Infograms was French. Yeah, Infograms is French, right. Right. I'm thinking uh, Codemasters was British. Ubisoft, which um, is also French. Right. Anyway, the point is... Well, but for, for the sake of argument, let's group together very, yeah. the West. The West, right. As America. Well, so, Which I'm sure Canadians and Europeans love. But... 
It's the Fourth of July, so well, we're allowed to do that today. Well, no, but I mean, we don't even need to do that. We don't need to do because because the, the the fact is the fact of the matter is it didn't matter at this point because Japanese were the Japanese game developers were ruling the roost, and nothing anybody else could really do challenge that dominance, with right. certain small exceptions to that rule. Right. Uh, <laughs> and we're talking about everything. I think we right? just defend non-Americans. No, no, no. I mean, well, you did. I, I mean, I kind of backtracked. I think you heard. I it. backtracked. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, so then, around the turn of the century, yep, it became more ambiguous. It became more ambiguous how? Because it seemed at some point, and I'd like to open this up for open discussion to people in the chat too. Okay, between two thousand ish. And today, yes. would you say that Japanese game developers dominate the video game industry? Between the two, th between the year two thousand and today, this is, this is essentially the question. Let's just lay it out here. Yeah, flop. What do yeah, you think? The answer is no. You think no? No. I'm thinking. I don't think no. I, 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 that's a fact. Okay. Let's back this up a little bit. Yeah. Global yearly video game sales from the always special vg charts with a z dot com god only knows why they make that decision here are the top go. 10 games worldwide in sales uh i'm not even i'm not even gonna count i'm gonna count one and two together yeah. because well, they're we, both yeah. call of duty okay yeah. call of duty modern warfare 3 american american game pokemon black and white japanese, japanese. uh connect adventures microsoft american ubisoft french, french. western okay um Mario Kart Wii, Nintendo. Yep. Wii Sports Resort, Nintendo. Right. Wii Sports, Nintendo. Yep. Battlefield 3, Electronic Arts. American. Western, American. Gears of War 3. American. In Our Backyard. American. Elder Scrolls American. 4. Bethesda, Softworks. I ran out of things. So essentially anyway. you've got, the of the top games, you have Western developers, mostly American, and Nintendo. Nintendo. I don't see Konami on this list. No. I don't see Capcom on this no. list. Um, no, I don't see Square Enix on this list. Nope. So, well, you know, part of that's because they haven't had big releases in a while. But, you know. <laughs> French point for the USA. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, but you get that's our point. We We're being a little uh, weird with the geographical terms here. Yeah. And this is not to knock on Japan. No, we love. Ja I love me some Japanese huh. games. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. today they're good stuff to coming out. And this the is just this is, year, which is which is very skewed right. in a certain way as well. Well, this right? is last year technically. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Right. But so. But something happens. Capcom and Konami, uh, and Square, dominated for over a decade back back in the late 19th, 20th century. In every genre. Where at what point did that change? So I think it changes everybody. Oh, man, it's, it's, a, it's a tough question to say when it changed because I think if we look at the the genres, it happened at different times, right? So by and large, if you look at RPGs, right, the Japanese ruled the roost for almost the entirety of that period. Well, you had two different kinds of RPGs, but but I understand or what you're saying. I, I get what you're saying, but my point is, if you're playing an RPG in the early '90s, mm -hmm. it's Japanese made or it sucks. <laughs> right? Right. I mean, yes. I, I mean, it, it is. Big, I'm big, not saying, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, the there's big, no. The big Western RPG renaissance started in the late 90s with uh, things like uh, Fallout. Yeah. Well, Fallout. And, and, yeah, well, more Fallout uh, 2, but still. Uh, and yeah, um, Fallout's Baldur's Gate. still very adventurous. Okay, okay, okay. And yeah. Elder Scrolls games. Yeah. Um, things like that. Yeah. And things that, that were and, and just kind of straight ports of. D and D, which is what Final Fantasy was in terms of its of its. But you know. but the Japanese RPGs were made for consoles a little bit um, 
simplified mechanics. Yeah. We won't get into that right now, yeah. but they're they're slightly different. And now, at least in the West, uh, it's still not Japan. Japanese games still do very well in Japan. Yes. obviously. Yes, but um, Morrowind, uh, or I'm sorry, um, Elder Scrolls. Yeah, Elder Scrolls is huge now. Yeah. Uh, Fallout is huge now. So the Western RPG has made a comeback, not only in the PC area. PC games are doing really well right now. They are. Especially due to things like Steam. Right. So... uh have a little bit of a renaissance And, and now, PC. You, I mean, you can't you can't go a few weeks without tripping over a, a video game um, news article from a news website like Kotaku or Joystick saying, oh man, what's wrong with JRPGs? Yeah. You or know? what's wrong with Japanese developers in general? <sighs> and even some Japanese developers... Around that I, I quote this several times. I, I, I I've mentioned this several times in, on the Weekly Ringer. It's Itagaki, right? So the, the yep. man from Team Ninja, one of the most celebrated Japanese developers of all time, <laughs> created Dead or Alive, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, has has gone on record several times to say, and, and Kojima is the same way. Kojima said exactly the same things, by the way. The creator and of Metal he's Gear, raised hackles, at, where he said basically the Japanese cannot mm. create a game to save their lives right now, and they're struggling for an identity in terms of creating video games. Mm -hmm. And again, this is not to 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 disparage. No. Anything that that they're I doing mean, or trying to trying to accomplish, it's, it's just, just a, it's it, just a it, fact. It's pretty much fact. Yeah, yeah. the best selling games right now are not Japanese, whereas they used to be. So right. why why is that? Okay, so uh, Akarki, yeah, Akarki has a good point or or a good thing, a good talking point at yes. least. Okay, Japanese developer, de Japanese devs are too set in their ways and don't really like to change. Yeah, I so I agree with that. I think that's a I think that's a great point. Um, one of the things the Japanese folks jumped on really quickly was back in this era uh, that they dominated, which was if you released Mega Man, mm -hmm. the the ability to release Mega Man 2 is kind of minute little tweaks. It's not a whole reinvention of the wheel. You're not trying to revolutionize the way people play video games. Mm -hmm. You're making some little tweaks and changes to make the experience better. But it's really the same thing kind of recycled. That's essentially what Dragon Quest has been for nine games. There you go. I mean, which is and nice, it's solid, but at the same time, it's also, it's it's one of the best-selling series in Japan. And I think Still. when you, so, and so same thing. part of what I think, if, I, if I'm looking at something that really <laughs> develops the American model, mm -hmm. I think what we can't ignore is the rise of the shooter. Okay, and there's where Air Slash says in change in tastes yes new influx of gamers that started with modern military shooters and sports games etc all right i'm going to be skewing the curve okay all right i'm going to take a step back from that i agree with that but i'm going to take see i think we're going to go one step beyond i don't necessarily think it's cultural change as much as i think it is that there was no there's no such thing as a first person shooter in the year 1989 there's no such thing true it well, just doesn't exist. I mean, it's created. You might find something really but, obscure, but yeah, yeah. Right. So id Software creates the first-person shooter genre. Essentially, right? yes. And they created in the in the early 90s. It becomes very popular circa 93, right, 94. And then it just explodes from there where everyone and their mother that's a developer is making a first-person shooter, mm -hmm. right, of some kind. When that takes over... And when every developer has to make a first-person shooter, the shooter is a, a, a an American genre par excellence. It's, it's created by Americans. It's enjoyed most by Americans. And if yeah. you look right now at gaming, especially in consoles, it's dominated by shooters. Now, not in Japan. No. Although I, I 
from what I've read, that is slightly changing. A little bit, but not a much. A little bit, but it's still nothing. I want the Euro if there are any Europeans in the chat to, yeah. to weigh in because I do not know how how FPSs do in general in in well, uh, Europe. I think they're pretty big in the UK, but I don't know I about. I think they're huge. I don't I, know about France or Germany. Or I think they're huge in, in Europe, but I, so that's why I think okay. you can you can make kind of Western lines in this. But I'm not sure it really works that well. What I think is true though is that it's still not very or, popular in in Japan or in any parts of the East really. Um, Counter Strike is huge in Russia, and that, and Counter that seems almost like a. Um, too easy counter-strike is actually very big in japan and very big in in china as well but that's a niche right that's very small it's not a new game that game came out in in the 90s right it is an fps we're talking about the genre in general my point is that the genre and all the big bad games that follow it it's pretty big in europe are shooters and and that fundamentally changes (laughs) the way that people play video games (laughs) you know look at something like Super Mario Brothers, which is fun, I think we can all agree, is fun and awesome, right? And we all love Super Mario Brothers. It's one of my favorite games of all time. All mm-hmm. of them are great games. But it's fundamentally different to play Super Mario Brothers and Doom 3. Or, you know, not, let's take Doom 3 out of it. Mm-hmm. Forget I said that, I apologize. Doom Doom 1 and Doom 2, Okay, right? Um, because Super Mario Brothers and Doom 3 are just alike. Yeah, I know, they're exactly the same. Um, no, but, it, but if you look at something that was around the same time... Right, so something like Super Mario World and Doom Two, right? Mm-hmm. Those games don't. They, it's almost like to play those games, you you don't have to be a gamer to play both of those. It's almost like you have to be a gamer of a completely different shade, right? You have to be of a completely different makeup to enjoy one versus the other. And I'm not saying you can't enjoy both, but it requires a little bit of stretching on your part, right? Right. So if you played Mario Brothers and all you knew was Mario Brothers, and all of a sudden somebody shows you Doom. It's visceral. It's different. It's not the same. Think, you know, how something like Street Fighter 2 or Mortal Kombat changes the industry for fighting games and things like that. It just doesn't look like anything that's come before it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's completely different. And Japanese developers are very much about really working the same angles. In general, except those... for... Well, I don't, this is a whole other argument. You could argue that Nintendo is one of the more innovative in the industry. Mm-hmm. Although many people would say, what are you talking about? They do the same Mario and Zelda games all the time. Which they do. They do, but at the same time, they also do come out with different stuff. The yeah. Nintendo, whole idea behind the Nintendo DS and the Wii and the Wii yes. U is something different. And know? Nintendo... And they, as long as they have Miyamoto on staff, he's going to be yeah. trying something crazy. And that's why Nintendo's Edge is not about... And that's why they're still I, on. And why I think they are almost irrelevant in our conversation. <laughs> because Nintendo is really about developing... A brand, something different, something that is exactly something that is its own thing, and I, and I, I respect them so immensely for that. Yeah, because all the games that Nintendo makes in first party are just so much better. Right? <clears throat> I mean, think of something that is so uniquely and universally accepted, like something like Super Mario Brothers. Mm-hmm. Right? You can be a seven-year-old kid and love Super Mario Brothers. You can be a thirty-seven-year-old gamer. And love Super Mario Brothers just the same because of the way that they've infused the kind of universal nature of those games, right. and they do it better than anybody else. Duck Hunt was an FPS. Sorry, anyway. Duck Hunt was <laughs> yeah, it was. Room. First off, um, yeah, I have to say this because it's been in my mind for the past five minutes. In Soviet Russia, Counter Strikes you. That's terrible. Secondly, you was, failed at that. No, it, it worked. Your Bud Light hat is terrible. It worked. They totally worked. Beer everywhere. No, it's, uh, it's just, just landed on my leg. Drink it. Party foul. Boom. Here, clean yourself up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and thirdly, going back like three minutes, 
Um, New Mark 10 has a good point that we can do. I hurt your soul. Apparently, you failed. Damn, I almost hit it. Um, we should look at the sales of Western versus Eastern games in Japan and the U.S. Maybe in Japan, Eastern games still do better. Yes, so that's true. We have true. that power so this, through VG Charts. But I'll say this: I'll say this as, a, as another disclaimer. The largest, the other thing that changes here is that the largest video game market in the world went from in this period, from Japan, to America, to the Western world, right? And now China is growing in leaps and bounds, but but the Chinese are interesting because they don't play a lot of games other than MMORPGs, which are developed mostly in Southeast Asia. <laughs> so okay. so there's one there's one. I think that's a wrench we have to throw in here. I think it's a point that needs to be made, right? Okay. Because in MM in MMOs, the American model is definitely not it's different the de facto standard. Okay. Well, except for the fact that that. Blizzard created World of Warcraft, and it's the it's the biggest video game in the world. Excuse me, so. Mr. Pyle. Yeah, good. Here we go. J the 2011 best-selling games for Japan: Mario Kart Seven. Yeah. Nintendo. Super and these are, and these are the total number of SKUs purchased. Correct. Yes. Is that these numbers? SKUs. You actually said SKUs. Well, I mean, that's what they scan. That's how you count. That's such a marketing term. But it is. It's a SKU. It's a. You could say units. You could say games. The units. You can't say games. I mean, they're games. All right, well, whatever. Units sold, and this is uh, how many are, is this? This is this is under one point two million for the number one. So the number one Japan's selling game. Not that big of a country. The, the number one. <laughs> just saying so you no. Know. Okay, I'm I'm just throwing that out there. So okay. you can you can be big in Japan, and you know, oh, you're big in you, Japan. You'd be and you'd be smaller than David Hasselhoff. Ah, uh, thank you. Anyway, go ahead. In Germany. I don't know if everyone just Germany. started talking all at once. Anyway. Yep. Um, Mario Kart 7. Okay. Uh, Super Mario 3D Land. Yep. Monster Hunter 3G. Capcom. Japanese, Mo Japanese, Japanese. Monster Hunter. Okay. Japanese. Nintendo, Japanese, Nintendo, Japanese, Capcom, Japanese, Capcom, Capcom, Square Enix, Japanese, Square Enix, Japanese, Nintendo, Namco, Bandai, Japanese, Square Japanese, Enix, Japanese, Japanese, Nintendo, Japanese, Nintendo, 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 Tecmo, Koei. Japanese. Uh, Square Enix, Japanese, Capcom, Japanese, Nintendo, Japanese, Nintendo, Japanese, Nintendo, Namco, Bandai, Konami, Banpresto. Wait, I don't even know Banpresto. What's Banpresto? Mm, no idea. Probably Japanese. Uh, Sega, Square Enix, From. So okay, regardless, huh, maybe From Software isn't Japanese. I, don't, yeah, I, don't I don't know. actually don't know about I don't that. Know. You have to get to number twenty-five to get something that's quite possibly not Japanese. So in Japan, Japanese yeah. games are still doing really well. You'd also have to get to the top two to break a million units. So right. I'm not sure we can really. Yes. I'm not sure we can really count those numbers as being very significant. Wow. <clears throat> so my point is, the, the market <laughs> changed, right? So the, the largest market now in video gaming is North America, let, which which is our, our neighbors to the north well, as well, hold, Canada. Let, let, let's be full about this. Let's right. go back. Let's go to Europe. Europe. Okay, here we go. Colin, First of all, where do you have to go to break a million? Units. Uh, pretty. Oh shit! Like twenty twenty six. So the twenty sixth game still out. The twenty sixth most popular game in Europe still outsold everything but the top two in Japan. And also, David Hasselhoff is never dead in my heart. <laughs> Except <laughs> when you watch the video. Anyway, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. All right. Call of Duty. Okay. Activision. Activision. Electronic Arts. So okay. So American. Three. American. Nintendo. American. Ubisoft. French. Electronic Arts. American. Nintendo, Nintendo. Electronic Arts. American. I ran out. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo. 505 yeah. Games. I don't know 505. Zumba Fitness. Who does Zumba Fitness? I don't know. Anyway. I'm sure it's American. Though. Bethesda. Microsoft. 
at Electronic Arts. Anyway, you get the point. The point yeah. is, it's still dominated. So this is the this, this is, is the still Western this developers, is, and this is the second biggest market for video games. Again, dominated by America. So there's a divide. There's a divide that did not exist in the 80s and 90s. Um, Japanese games for Japan and Western games for Westerners. So that's a little disturbing. Well, we can talk about why, but first, I think we should take a short break. Let's take a short break. And you can use your hat to open more things. Yeah. Pop. Like the door. We'll be right back. This didn't work very well. And we're back. And we're back. Oh, that was great. All right. Welcome perfect. back to our amazing 4th that. of July celebration of gaming beer. and beer. If I had a hot dog, I'd eat it. All right. What were we talking so, about? So, um, yeah. So, we're going to talk about why is it that there's now this kind of growing divide? And... You know, in terms of the West versus the East, in terms of what kind of games they enjoy. Why is it happening? Well, because it wasn't that way before. Perhaps when the Japanese develop, I don't know. It's a good point. Is this? Is, is, this, is it changing in other words, tastes? Is it okay? Changing taste happens to be a cultural formation. So my question to you is: Is this a cultural formation? Is this a business formation? What is this? I mean, what what's really causing this? Um, is it a cultural difference in the audience? Is it a cultural difference in the development community? Is it a business difference where, you know, they the, the audience mm. hasn't been underestimated by a particular, you know, target audience or whatever? ADD like. at work and PSA Nightshade have similar points about demographics and going mainstream. You definitely have more gamers now than you've ever had. Yes. Uh, where? Well, definitely in America. I don't know about Japan. I think gaming's always been big across all lines in Japan. That's what I mean. So when you say mainstream, it's always been mainstream in Japan. Pretty much. Now it's getting mainstream in America and getting big in the West largely, especially with the, the Wii, which so is have, yeah. Nintendo, but you know. Right. Uh, just throwing it out there. But you have a lot of FPSs and a lot of sports games. As the, the best sellers. As best sellers. For at least last year. Yeah. FIFA is one of the biggest games in Europe, I know. It is. It's um, huge. Especially with Euro Cup, the Bankrupt Cup. It's terrible. Anyway. Um, um, I enjoyed it. It was fun. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I think... So So if I'm going to make the point here, I think it is a cultural difference. Mm -hmm. And I think video games have taken on a little bit of a different cultural tone than they used to. Mm -hmm. What's the difference between something like Defender and then on up to something like Donkey Kong or Pac-Man or you know any of the kind of early games... And Call of Duty Modern Warfare. If you look at those two things, I think most people would look at that and say those are two completely different things. They have very, they have almost nothing to do with each yeah, other. Very different genres, right? But but forget that for a second and just look at the experience, right? If you look at a film from the from the twenties and you look at a film from today, the only difference is that there's color, right? I mean, it, it's it's not. In other words, the, the medium is changed <sighs> in terms of how it functions, but it's really just a screen with people moving on them, right? Versus well, yeah, but the, the video game, definitely changed. It has, but my point is, and, and I'm not, I'm not making a, 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 a point about the flatness of the development of, of film here. What I'm trying to say is that, by and large, the experience of a film hasn't changed since its inception. By and large, the experience of video games is completely different than it ever has been before, which is one of the reasons why it was able to go mainstream. Uh, and as Newmark says, Japan has sticked mainly to the same genres so are you saying that they're kind of stagnating in that what i'm saying is that they is that they enjoy like, like it was new and interesting when these old when these japanese style rpgs and but that was the like model that. but that was the model the model was the japanese 
game. That was the only thing anybody knew. But the problem is, well, that's it was something new to the West when it first happened, and that's why it exploded. Did we get tired of it? But but it, it when you say exploded, you have to realize that you're talking about again minuscule numbers compared to what we see today. Mm-hmm. So even to have an explosion, people you know, like you and I might think back and go, "Oh man, Final Fantasy VII was the most popular game in the universe." <laughs> like, no, it wasn't. You know, right. I mean, like it was very popular and it exploded. Right, but yeah, no, with the explosions going on in the background. Right. But my point is, it still didn't really explode the way that something like Call of Duty or Halo did. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, those games are blockbusters. They changed the, you know, they they sold more units than they knew what to do with, skews, if you will. Hmm. In any, in any case, I think Pong was American made. Things have changed com- so completely different. I'm not sure that the Japanese audiences respond to something like Call of Duty. The way that American audiences respond to something like Call of Duty, or Western audiences, well, respond I would to have Call to say that's cultural, right? It's cultural, right? But I would say that something like a Final Fantasy Thirteen is very culturally based, right? Because I think one of the reasons that Final Fantasy hasn't done well over here in a long time is because now video games are a lot more realistic. the The so medium and genre much, has grown up. It's not as much melodramatic, or Ameri- and developed. Westerners don't. They're kind of tired of the overly melodramatic and the. There are some folks that love style. that stuff, and and God oh, sure, bless them, and sure. God bless them. They love that they're I the niche folks, do. absolutely to a, to a degree, absolutely fantastic. But that's not mainstream gaming, and it never will be. In America, in America, in the West, apparently, apparently, good point. So it's not just America. So is that is that what it is? Is that so? So yeah, I think by default. So Japanese gaming. In Japan, is as strong as it's ever been. In the West, not um, so much. But since the West has more people than Japan, that means if you look at global numbers, the West Western developers are kicking butt. Well, is that, is that the all West? It? Just the Western numbers. Yeah, basically? I mean it is. I mean that's video gaming is a business, right? I mean it's it's about making money, and right. and the American developers are making a lot more money than the Japanese ones. Okay. Uh, so so let's end on this question. Okay. What would Japanese developers have to do? To get back to making inroads in the West, if you, besides Nintendo, if you talk to or someone, is, or is that a, a good model? I think Nintendo is completely on its own island, <laughs> as I think it as I think it always will be. And by the way, the last time somebody tried to do what Nintendo does, I, I think you can you can even be successful with that. Something like Dark Cloud or 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 even Crash Bandicoot, um, you can be successful at that and still not be in the same places Nintendo. Nintendo is still in its own mm-hmm. its own world, right? So I'm going to take them out of it, and I've explained why with the branding and the okay. association, right? So, yeah, put that but aside. But if you ask somebody like Kojima or Itagaki, and they're very clear about this, it's yeah. that they don't... It's it's ignorance. It's the fact that, that... They think they're too stuck in their ways. Exactly. That they haven't spent a lot of time with American developers, mm-hmm. with European developers, learning what goes into those games, or even playing those games. Um... To really understand what that market likes. And I think you see this, this is the last point I'll make, with Resident Evil more than anything else. Resident Evil comes out as a concept that you would think would be so unbelievably appealing to American audiences. It's the zombie apocalypse, it's the mansion, it's the guns, it's, you know, survival, it's blowing things up, Mm -hmm. you know, in a place where the horror movie is still very popular here in America, right? And it is. And then all of a sudden... What has Resident Evil really done to change, besides the leap from Resident Evil 3 to Resident Evil 4? Mm-hmm. What has Resident Evil really done to change in the last 20 years? 
Uh, beyond that big leap in four, not much. Nothing. It's exactly the same game every single time. Big, but, bad, ugly Umbrella Corporation sends Wesker to go do something evil, <laughs> and it, he screws it up, and then you have to fight your way out. But that big mechanical change between three and four was big. Was enough to make four one of the best games of all time. Not only that, but a very good seller in America, as well as Japan. So as, they changed as soon, something. As soon as they got the shit off of GameCube. Because and, it, it sold like nothing <laughs> on GameCube. Because it didn't sell anything on so GameCube. So they say, oh, RE4, uh, that was great. Let's try to do the same thing in RE5 and RE6, and now it's not so And much. now it sucks, and everyone's stagnant and says, this is terrible. Okay, so I want to draw a quick uh, co- co- uh, correlation. When Japan... When the Japanese started dominating the video game industry in the early 80s. Yep. Americans looked at it with disdain, or the yes. American developers looked at the Japanese with disdain. Much in the same way other industries did with Japanese products as the, at the same time. Like, the, to their own peril. Automobiles. And one of the reasons why is because of the perception of video games in general in, in these countries. I, I was going to say it was a... Per- kid-like and toys. I was going to say it was a perception of Japan in general. Yeah, there you go. Good point. It was not too long after Japan was decimated by World War II, and Americans were being pretty haughty and saying, oh, those Japanese, they can't do anything. And then they started eating our lunch, and we're like, oh, crap, they're going to take over the world. And then they had a big crash. But regardless, that's besides the Hondas point. Hondas are just big tin cans. Okay. And, <laughs> and, then, and then they crushed it, and now they right. make Hondas in Ohio. You know so, what I mean? Like so it's... now the American <laughs> gaming developers have adapted. Yep. And now that the American, or now that the West in general, American developers particularly are eating Japanese developers' lunch as yep. far as global sales. It is. Do the Japanese now need to learn a lesson in humility and, and see what the Westerners have to have to show? I think that's it, and I think I think if you and that's ask, what Kojima is saying and Itagaki are saying exactly, and I think that's why, even though they make games that are more geared, because Kojima makes metal or Metal Gear, right? Metal Gear is a game about an American operative, right? Doing American business overseas, right? So, I mean, I think it's... Even the ones that make games for American audiences have a lot to learn. Yeah. And I think if you if you play something like Skyrim versus Dragon's Dogma, mm-hmm. a Virginia-based developer in America creating an RPG versus someone trying to create kind of a God of War clone that has Skyrim elements based in, made by Sega... It is a completely different experience in a completely different game. Right. And I would say one is good and one is not. You have to shake it up. I will drink to that. All right. Ding. Ding. To America. America. All right. Yeah. Oh, waving the flag. There we go. Good night, Canada. All right. So, um, well, with that, we've solved all of the problems and Japan just needs to listen to us. Yeah, if they so, want more sales. Yeah. And uh, with that, I think we'll close the topic. But I think it's, it, there's a lot of good points made there. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, as much as... But why don't we, why don't we finish with this? Let's, let's celebrate some of the best games that American developers have made. What, what's, in the what's past your, decade or in yeah, general? Let's just say in general. Let's, let's celebrate some of the best American games. Give me your mm-hmm. top three American games made of all time. And they should just be game... Even if you want, if you want to say franchise, make a franchise. Top three. I think Baldur's Gate is certainly one of the most influential. I think it it didn't single-handedly, but it almost single-handedly resurrected the Western RPG and just and made it into a force. Yes. That's a big one. Made by Black Isle. Right. Which was an offshoot. BioWare? Or were they bought by BioWare? They were bought by BioWare, but they were the an offshoot of um, Interplay. They came right. from Interplay. BioWare's Canadian. But was Black Isle Canadian? Bioware is Canadian, but Black Isle was not. Black Isle was an offshoot of Interplay. There we go. 
Uh, I would also say Grand Theft Auto 3. Rockstar Games. That's not American, though. New York. Rockstar. New York City. Okay. Yes. I thought... Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll say that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. There's Rockstar North, which made... Which did make... I would say anyway. Steam. If we're going to be going as far as uh, Gabe Newell and yeah. and and his contribution to, to the industry, I would say Steam is actually more important than the Half-Life games. It is. Yes, it <laughs> Which is. is kind of funny how that goes. Oh, that's a great nomination. We're getting a bunch of great things. Both of those are um, awesome. Man, Portal, Portal's got to at least be a, a special... I don't think I'd put that on my I top wouldn't put five. it in top three, but that's a special mention. Yeah. Uh, man, okay, what's, that, what's in the other third best western developed game of all time uh i, I you're skipping go... over one that i think you especially in fact you were actually going to play this as part of oh. our music oh well can i put sim city and civilization ah together? no you can't too bad all right so yeah civilization <laughs> I, th- I thought you were gonna go civilization i thought that was one of the best american developed games of all time out Civ Four. Those are all good ones. Those are really, really okay. good ones. All right, let me let me do mine. I'm gonna say Doom. Okay. Doom completely changed the face of gaming forever. That's what we were talking about. All these FPSs. Not, and not even Wolfenstein. I know Wolfenstein came before Doom, but Doom was the reason I wanted to own a PC. <laughs> right? Doom changed everything. Um, number two. <clears throat> I might, I might throw in a wrench here. I, I don't want to say that. That that would be that would be a total cop out. Mm. Um, no, I wouldn't put that one. I, I might put them as a developer. Wouldn't I, say WoW. I wouldn't say WoW. What would, I would say, would I would say, Warcraft? say, I would say Warcraft. Really, Warcraft is one of one my of favorite, three. one of my favorites of all time. But I think if I'm gonna if I'm gonna give credit to an RTS, I would not give it. I would not go there. I would go Command and Conquer Westwood Studios. <laughs> Command, specifically, Command and Conquer Red Alert Especially is Red Alert. probably one of my that's that's the top ten so best games of all time. That's the first game I ever played online, and that game, yeah, and that it, it, it blew player. my mind. Yeah, it just yeah. I'm if I'm going to go with RTS, which has been dominated by American developers ever since it was created as a genre mm-hmm. by Westwood Studios with Dune and, and perfected with Warcraft. Farmville. I would say, I would not say Farmville. Um, <laughs> Angry Birds. Angry Birds is a great game, but it, I, wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't put it up there. Um, and I'll go with... Words with Friends. Draw something. <laughs> why, are <you> doing, <laughs> why are you doing all these really, really crappy... Because they're important, damn it. Bad shooters. I would say... Then I would probably go... And I don't, I, I don't want to stick with the genre. I already gave um, you... I gave you a first-person shooter. Was Sonic... And, I gave you an RTS. Was Sonic and Knuckles Western developed and I didn't know it? No. No, it's not. Okay. Sonic is Japanese not, developed. Someone's lying. Sega. Akarki is, oh. is lying to me. No, yeah, isn't that's fantastic. Anyway. Um, and then I would say uh, there's so many great kind of niche American developers that just popped out of nowhere and made great games. Um, so why don't I just use a dark horse in that? Ooh, Tetris. Ah, that's fail. I think by definition that is not West. That's Russian invented. That's Published by Nintendo. The only reason Tetris had any life was because of Nintendo. Well, it was published by Nintendo on certain platforms and published by other people on others. But my point but... is the only reason any of us know the name Tetris right now is because of Nintendo. 
Nintendo decided yes. to take a uh, to take a gamble on an American idea, which was to take Tetris, a Russian game, and put it onto their platform. So yes. I don't think we can count that. Although the story of Tetris is fascinating, it is unbelievable. You should look that up if you ever. It's it's very intriguing. I think Mist is a great answer. I'm gonna go with Mist. I think Mist is a great answer. Ugh. I was gonna go seventh guess, but I'm gonna say Mist because Mist again completely changes. Everything. So you're saying you want to play that again for the next CDI no. marathon? No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> the, uh, but I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, and that's a, that's a great point. And this was going to be on my, but I already I already mentioned a shooter, so I can't put Halo on there. But Halo is one of my top five American developed games of all time. All right. Well, now that we're done with that, now that we've exhausted that topic, let's get to everybody's favorite part of the show. Yay! Which is the question and answer session. So. In case you haven't asked us any questions yet, you can ask us questions about this, the American gaming topic. You can ask us about Japanese gaming. Or you can ask us about life in general or anything else. Or Commodore's Bud Light hat. Or Commodore's cool. Bud Light hat and what else might open. I think you should totally give that away as a prize for our next gaming marathon. We should do that. Next thing you, sh- you should do, though, is you should uh, send a private message to COTGW, which exists right there. So just send a private message there. Send your questions there. We will answer your questions. I can't tell you we will answer all of your questions. Um, we never get to all of them. There are a lot of people out there, so we're going to do what we got to do to answer as many as we can. All right. What do we got? My mom says, got? happy 4th of July, and she's looking forward to the yes. live tonight. All right. So we got the family in the house. That is the way we like it. Hi, we Mom. We like it that way. All right. Next, actual questions. <laughs> wow, that's a great one. Um, all right. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Oh, perfect, because we were just alluding to that. Perfect. El Barto Me sent us a question which says, are you guys planning on a marathon this year? So the answer, even though we, we had a very hazy beginning to this question because we were like, eh, I don't know. A lot of planning goes into it. Can we definitively say now that we have a plan or that we are planning on I, having one? Do we still know where you're going to be in a month? No, we have no idea. Will you fly we, out? Th- that's not the question I asked. <laughs> the, question is, the question is, can we make it work? I don't know. So the, the fact is, <laughs> we are we are trying to plan this, even though yes. the logistics of such a thing. The plan is yes. The plan is yes. Yes. Right. We're planning on having a marathon this year. We don't know what it's going to be yet. We have lots of ideas in the hopper. There's some ideas. Let me ask you guys. A missed marathon. That's what we're going to do. Even though you can do a missed speed run in like a minute thirty. Ever. What would you guys think about CDI again? Yeah. So if you if you like that format, if you like that idea. Yes. Please let us know because that's something we're we're toying with the idea of making the CDI marathon even more cool. Um, but c- but we need to know CDI, the interest was there. The problem with CDI is there's a lot of interesting, funny games you cannot easily emulate, so a lot of people haven't played them. Right. But we have to go buy them. Is what that means. Selling that yes. idea to people and getting a lot of people to watch is difficult. I mean, it we is. did we did better than we expected last year. Yep. By actually meeting our goal, which we never, didn't expect. Yes. But you know. So, you know, if, if you think that's something you'd like to see, please give us that feedback. That's good. So I think, you know, it's fair to say, fair to say we'll be doing that. Play on the 16-bit gems. It's not a bad idea. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're thinking of a few different things. Yeah. Next. But yes, marathon. That would be good. Beefy beefy. From the Onion Knight. Yep. So Sony just purchased Gaikai. Yeah, that is news. We should have talked about that. Damn it. That's, that's well, what I we're talking about. about it. That's what I was going to talk a about. A cloud gaming service the other day. Could cloud gaming be the future? Will physical games, i.e. non-digital, disappear from shelves 10 to 20 years from now? 
I'm kind of surprised we haven't talked about this yet in general. Yeah, we have. Topic. I've, talked, I've talked about this all the time. Have you ever watched The Weekly Ringer? The what? Anyway, the point is, um, yes. It, it, folks, there's no if in this equation. It's it's when. When are all of our games going to be hosted in the cloud? And all we do is enjoy them from our convenient playing and viewing devices. The question is when. It's not if. Uh, sadly, if you go long enough, Probably that's going to be the case. It's not even if you go long enough. I would say it's. I would say it's almost guaranteed within you know, that five year span. You know what? The one thing that might halt that, or even or just slow it down, will be what if ISPs start capping service. Yeah, and and which I, seems to be coming, which seems to be a trend. But at the same time, I I don't know how that will affect the overall because the caps JSC generally move because caps generally move. With the size of pipes, right? So uh, the idea that they're going to have, and trust me, the, the pipes will get bigger and bigger and bigger. Look, and the internet is not a truck. You don't back the truck up and dump them. It's, a um, it's also another, yeah, a series of tubes. Okay. So, um, so the point is that <laughs> I think it's 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 going to happen. And one of the reasons, so Euro, the European courts, by the way, this is another big piece of news, decided, I believe, yesterday. That selling used games was completely within the scope of the law. Okay. Was not illegal. Okay. And therefore, having games that are produced on a disc is is not as taboo, or is is going to be less and less profitable for a game developer. That is going to push people toward. I think it's a possible cloud-based gaming as much as possible. I think it's a possibility, but I think it's up in the air, especially because of the ISPs. I just <clears throat> I, I just don't think that's I think America. That's, yeah. All right. Next, have, have we you have ever heard of you know the. Entire America. Moore's Law. I mean, Moore's Law. Anyway, go ahead. Russian Star Saint. That doesn't work for tube width. Yes, it will. Uh, Russian Star Saint asks, recently been playing through Dragon's Dogma. Love it. BTW. Yep. Lol. Yep. Smiley, winky face. Okay. Uh, not really all that stuff. Yep. But it is a, a feeling of trying to be appealing to WRPG fans, but the game is being gobbled up in Japan and only a moderate at only moderately here. Yes. Do you think they're missing the mark when it comes to trying to appeal to the West? This is a great question. Um, so having played the little dragon's dogma and having a buddy that plays it nonstop and tells me about it and shows me the videos, mm -hmm. this is a game that I think shows a lot of what's missing between Japanese developers and American developers. Dragon's dogma has aspirations that are fantastic. Mm -hmm. I mean, fantastic. Like the best kind of aspiration I've seen since, I don't know, shadow of the Colossus, right? Mm -hmm. Awesome stuff. But the polish on it and the execution do not live up to the aspiration, in my opinion. Now, Japanese gamers, I don't think they are as meticulous about that as American gamers are. We like the polish, we like the finished experience, and we like that to be very much ironed out, and we like the problems to kind of be worked through on it. Remember, some of the games that are popular in Japan get popular because they have problems with it. They're broken. They're... They have, you know, Broken. niche, nuance parts of them that, you know, American gamers would find nauseating, but they find fun, right? So I just think that, I think Dragon's Dogma is an excellent example of what's wrong or why they can't sell games in America. All right. Also, why would you be doing You speed these up. Okay, go ahead. Next. All right. Next. Uh, from the Beer Ninja. Yeah, okay. From the Beer Ninja. Man, people with long involved questions. Yep. I'm curious what you two gentlemen... <laughs> Sorry, that was funny. Mm. Think about the European court ruling that digital download games are able to be sold used by sold used by transferring the license. Boom. Used digital download games can be sold by transferring the license. Yes. 
So thirty again, seconds go. Again, I say I mean, exactly the same thing. I just talked yeah, about it. But. I say the exact same thing. I think that's that's why cloud okay. computing is coming. More specifically, mm-hmm. how do you see the companies reacting if a ruling ruling like this comes to America? Can they come up with a creative solution or just cry loudly through legal red tape? No, it's very simple, folks. They they've already implemented these kinds of systems. When you do, when you lose a disk based game, you lose ninety percent of the piracy. It's it's going to be so much easier to bring games on online, and that's what's going to happen. And I don't think they're going to have to find creative ways around it. Every every time I see Commander Beta in the chat, I think it says Commodore. I'm like, yeah, me too. I did the same thing. Um, yep. So now someone needs the name Commodore. Ding ding. One twenty eight on yep. on Twitch just to mess with us. Anyway, yep. nice. LED Naruto is it LED or LED. I always say LED when he comments on the weekly. LEDs. Yep. Uh, LED Naruto says or asks. Recently, it's been stated that Mashiro Sakurai will be working with Namco Bandai to make the new Smash Brothers games for the Wii U and the 3DS. What are your thoughts? The more the merrier, because if they didn't, it would probably take five years for the game to come out. Yeah, like it does with all the because other... Because Sakurai works slow as balls. Yeah. But, again, that's that goes against the Japanese model, right? Where this is... Every Smash Brothers has been definitively better than the one before it in certain ways. Masahiro. Innovated. Sorry. With the formula, right? I think I said that wrong. Even so. it wasn't better, because I know most of you... We had this question on the Weekly Ringer a couple weeks ago, which was the best Smash Brothers ever, and people that play tournaments prefer the GameCube version. Anyway, go ahead. Well, yeah, it's just a tighter game. Yeah, it's just, yeah. T- it's just tight. It's so just, I'm looking forward to it. It is a toy gun. Looking forward to it. Yep. Nice. I also heard... This isn't part of the question, but I also heard that Sakurai said, um, don't expect the uh, size of the character list to expand. What do you think I, about that? I think it's great. Because I think as long as they cut the chaff, yeah, I mean, put in, come on. and Mega Man must be in it. That's all I got to say. I, I fully expect Ness not to be in it. I in think other he'll words, be culled, but Mega Man has to be in it. It won't be Street Fighter Two Turbo Hyper XD fighting in the streets, winning at games edition. Oh, uh, and, and while we weren't looking, um, it's Lead Naruto. Oh, that's not spelled right. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have guessed that. Anyway, next. Um, <clears throat> when are we going to post the video from our last marathon? That I thought was it was Flintstone. up there. Nope, yeah. I'm just slow at doing that. I thought, oh, you posted the highlights. Wah, wah. No, I didn't even do that. Oh, man. I'm on that. I got to get on that. Failure. Wah, wah. That's, the That's the answer for you. Uh, da, da, da. Ooh, that's ha- a good one. Halmzy has asked, what's your favorite adventure game? Seventh Guest. Is that an adventure game? It's more of a puzzle game. It's a seventh guest is an adventure game in the classical sense. Me. In fact, it might be the de facto standard for adventure games. He's not now. He's not talking action adventure games. He's talking no, adventure I'm games. I'm thinking adventure games. I really like Maniac Mansion. Maniac Mansion is awesome. I don't know if that's my favorite. It's hard as balls though. But there's so much confusing, especially for the time. It's pretty amazing. I don't play a lot of adventure games, so I'll just go with Maniac Mansion. Maniac Mansion is a good, good answer. All Solid. right. I would say a, a second place goes to Full Throttle by Lucas. I was just thinking of that too, yeah. but yeah. Uh, the Phantasmagoria games. I no, nope. All right. Uh, whatever happened? Okay. Hell, uh, Phantos has asked, "Whatever happened to the painful memories in gaming I series?" I think we've answered this one on a, on a podcast before too. We just got away from it. I mean, it just, yeah. it just wasn't our shtick. It takes a lot of time to film. We're not, we're not. It was film fun, stars. but it was fun. It was one of our original ideas for the site. 
it's really hard to write, produce, and act in all those series, and it and takes do it a lot more time. without looking like douchebags. Yeah, because we weren't very... And for any of you that watch any of these videos, <laughs> we're not very good at making them. Furthermore, what is a man? <laughs> <laughs> um, so even, even when we had a good concept, we didn't really write it very well. So, um, yeah, anyway, enjoy those as, as the... You know, Clan of the Grey Wolf learns how to make freaking videos. <laughs> so probably not. Probably not going to happen again. But, uh, we although we do have ideas, we have ideas for those games. We just don't think we're ever going to make them. Any plans for the comic or take part in the video game years? In the video game years, I mean, I would love to do that. I haven't been invited. Maybe we'll have to invite you. <laughs> if I if were I to be invited, yes. Next. Especially if you come out to classic gaming expo yep i can do that which sounds like you are so yep there you go i, I do that we can do because we can get you and uh man i'm giving away little state secrets here we can have state you, secrets we can have you and nolan bushnell uh oh, duke it out or, yeah just fight 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 in a chuck e cheese in a ball pit anyway <laughs> <laughs> yeah classic gaming expo is in las vegas in august uh, Algebraic89 asks What do you think will happen when Miyamoto retires? When Miyamoto retires First of all, he's tried to retire several times That should be noted Okay. N Nintendo won't let him retire He will die, <laughs> he will die. So you're asking what happens when he dies Yeah Because Nintendo won't let him retire Nintendo, one way or another. They will not let him retire What will um, happen? They will probably try to clone him before then So that they don't lose all their money Um Name a good decision that Nintendo has made that didn't involve Miyamoto in the last 25 years. Uh, I, I already have it. It's Pokemon. Yeah, there you go. But other than that... Donkey Kong Country. No. That's, <laughs> I, I guarantee you Miyamoto was involved in that decision. I guarantee it. I think there's enough to keep Nintendo going, but it'll be a sad day. Oh, that's all it's going to be awfully hard for them to continue to make money because all of their good ideas come from Miyamoto. Just my opinion. Reggie does not have those kinds of ideas. Reggie is a is a businessman. He's not a video game guy. Next, Paul Mudibka. Mudibka. Okay. Uh, this is interesting. Mudibka. Uh, hello. I would like to know if you play if you played and play American and non-American games with your Game Boy in the in bathroom. the bathroom. I always play in, with my Game Boy in the bathroom. That's my answer. I actually play crappy casual games in the bathroom. Crappy. Boom. End it there. Uh, ADD at work. Mark Carr asks, got any more of the way games work in the future? Yes. When I get time. I, I have a feeling if I put out one more video without it being 16-bit gems, there will be a lynch mob coming. Yeah. The other so thing that's is, what I'm working on next. The way games work has always been, as we've always thought about it, <clears throat> technological. Mm-hmm. And it's tough to find a lot of those that you just want to talk about in order to yeah. of gaming. I always thought... That takes a lot of research. But a, a little bit more behind the scenes, too. We also thought of the, the way games work to be something like games... The way games work. Like, the way that it actually becomes appealing for people. And that I could see happening in the future. But anyway. You could do something on that. Yeah. Because I happen to have a little area of expertise in that. But anyway, good. Anyway. Uh... Oh. <laughs> the way games don't work. That's a great idea. I like that idea. Find this us is the way games don't work. We're going to play Superman 64 for the next freaking three hours. Find a lagless HD flat screen to play Duck Hunt. Get a CRT. No, um, no I will not do that. Next. Hmm. Well, this is interesting. 
Kaz the Kaz the gamer guy asks. Keep those <clears> questions <throat> coming. What gaming market do you see expanding in terms of consumers and developers in the next ten years? By market, you mean geographical market, maybe, or segment of the population? Well, segment. Anyway, I'm not going to get into that. Okay. I think we're, we're we're confusing terminology, which is what you're saying. Fifteen second answer. Go. Casual games, and it's everyone that doesn't currently play games. So everyone who doesn't play games. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's a very wide answer. Okay, it is, but that's what that's what they're targeting. Oh, he says geographical. Oh, well, geographical, China. Uh, yeah, China. Uh, I keep seeing inroads into Latin America, and in fact, not too long ago, I was talking to a guy who works for Square Enix. China in Mexico. China. Mostly China though. Uh, North Korea. North, uh, North Korea, definitely. Um, China has the capital now, so people go and spend $800 on an iPhone. And it is, I'm not joking, it's like eight or $900 for an iPhone there. Um, yeah, people go and spend that kind of capital. If they're going to spend that on an iPhone, then they're going to spend that on video gaming. It just kind of follows money. The, India doesn't have any near anywhere near that kind of cash, so it's never going to happen. Krigle has a very good point, though. There's a huge black market in China, not just for video games, but for lots of things. So that's the problem that needs to be overcome. Yeah, that whole intellectual property successful. Thing. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, not just video games. Um, America. Vulcan Assassin asks, Dragon Quest, um, sorry, Dragon Quest 8 was amazing. Dragon Quest 9 was great. Dragon Quest 10 will be an MMO on the Wii and Wii U. Your thoughts on this upcoming title and its shift to MMO? We talked about this last time, but you go ahead. Did we? Yeah, we talked about it a little bit. Okay. Go ahead. I'm going to get it. I'm going to try it. Go. I want to play it. And? But I don't, I'm leery. I'm always leery about MMOs because I hate people. Next. Yeah, me too. Um, the Beer Ninja asks, what is the best type of home firework? The best type of home firework is this. You missed. The best type of home firework <laughs> is, what? is this. Right, Ow, it was right on my freaking pants. Yeah, you, why don't you throw it at the table next time, Because I missed. Idiot. You're burning Look, my leg. I burnt, I burnt my leg. Anyway, so, uh, yeah. Uh, by the way, it also right depends now. on where you are geographically, because uh, fireworks that are fun and awesome might not leave the ground and might not leave the ground in certain parts of the country. It might be illegal. They might not be allowed in said places to leave the ground in your home state. But I still prefer mortars, I, and I still prefer to light them with a cigar. <laughs> there was an explosion in my pants, on my pants. Perfect. Also, dang, you took me. There's a lot of crap there. in those things. I know it really is. It's like freaking overwhelming. Next, anyway. Pez King asks, yes, is, is that a Big Boss Hell's Bell? Any other local favorites? Yes, it is a Big Boss Hell's Bell. I also enjoy, um, let's see. Well, I love the Highland Gaelic Ale. Local which is to the local. Triangle area of North Carolina. Okay, that's not local to the Triangle area. I do like Highland Gaelic Ale, which is made in Nashville, North Carolina. That's local-ish. Um, it's more local than Bud Light. Let's see, what Can else? These things? Um, Aviator makes a ton of good beers. Um, and several of the local places like uh, the Carolina Brewery, Top of the Hill, those are all great places to make good beers as well. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yep, next. I would also say Full Steam Brewery. Um, Full Steam. What is it? What is it? It's the... That's like the Angry Angel by Big Boss. Smoky Beer. Meant to be eaten with barbecue. All right. Um, Fantos asks, "What do you think of some of the new features of the new generation of consoles for Microsoft and Sony?" Um, all right, so that's a very vague question. Yeah, the new features of the new generation of consoles. Well, I don't know that we really know what that we is. We yet. don't officially know. Yeah, it's hard so to say. it's it's really impossible to comment on that. I just think you will see more on the trend 
and the other thing is, I think what's coming for with Sony buying, you know, a, a streaming a service, a cloud-based service, hmm. I think you're going to see a lot more of that stuff coming, and it's going to be more a lot, a lot more about entertainment experiences, which I like. I think it's a good thing. And also, you're not allowed to drink anything but American beers for the Fourth of July, especially Boom. if your name is the Beer Ninja. That's right. Next. All right, we're going to end with this. All right, because we're ten minutes the, over. The, but the party's still going. Nope. People want to still ask questions. They can still ask questions. America. Uh, but why? It's a holiday. I right, will let the viewers decide. What from the Vulcan Assassin? What is the stuffed animal behind Commodore in the Weekly Ringer videos? Actually, I explained that in last week's Weekly Ringer. You should watch that. Well, that is it for people who don't watch the Weekly. Well, they should watch the Weekly. Oh, Ringer. Oh, they should. Uh, yes. So um, that is Jorge, the party animal. Thank you. And he was procured at Rue's bachelor party, which was at. And he was also partially eaten by my dog at the time. So he has a giant gaping hole in his back, which is why you would never see his back. Oh. Where the stuffing is falling out. Uh, but a special, I want to say this again, too, because this is awesome. A special shout-out to the male white mage who Jorge. built a, a, a like, seven-story tall model of Jorge the party, the party animal from the Weekly Ringer and took screenshots and sent them to me. Awesome stuff. I have to figure out how I'm going to use that. And uh, when I do, I will certainly put it in some videos. People are asking for more questions. They should ask more questions. Yeah. Okay, fine. Five more minutes to Come questions. on. It's 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 the 4th of July. Are you an American? What's going on? We always do things bigger and Are better you here. from Russia? Come on. Don't make me throw more poppets at you. Don't do that. Um, yes, if you have more questions, send them there. We do actually have some more yeah. questions. Why I just not? want let's, to remind people. Yeah, let's just a couple more questions. Come on. It's, uh, it's, it's... CRG. Yep. Krigliv's, who yep. just said pronounce his name CRG, asks, yeah. what... Modern games that have been released in the past two years. Are you currently playing? I'm Civilization on. Five: Gods and Kings. Go. Skyrim, Witcher Two. Yes. Any questions? Send questions. Tribes Ascend. Pushing up roses. Oh, by the way, did I stutter? You guys want to play Tribes Ascend with me? You absolutely can. Oh, I'm. I'm going to post oh, Tribes, Tribes Ascend, Ascend oh, okay. which is awesome. I. I'm, I think I'm just going to post it to the site. So if you want to come see, if you ever want to play Tribes with me? I, mean, I can't promise you I'll be on all the time, but if you want to play Tribes Ascend. I'll send out my username to everybody, and we'll rock on. Why you play? With, why don't you play with me? Because you don't play Tribes Ascend. No, that's true. Uh, I suck at those kinds of games. It's anyway. so much fun. Although I'm getting totally overwhelmed now. But anyway. Well, okay, the Onion Knight asks, "Was the best American movie?" What? Well, Whoa! What? Do you mean a movie that expresses Americana? Exemplifies America? Rocky Four, Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan is a very good movie, but. I don't, well, it's interesting. Like the American experience? <clears throat> I'd say Team America, World Police. I think that's a terrible answer. I think it's a great song. American Graffiti? You go to hell. <laughs> that's, a, that's an Americana Do not, kind do of not movie. bring up West Side name. Story? What is okay, wrong I know, with I know. you? I'm just, Good I'm just gracious. Saying. It's a different answer. All right. Yeah. <sighs> Necron 23. Park. Yeah, there you go. Back <laughs> to the Future. That is Americana. Well, yes. Back to the Future, 1985, Americana. Throw it in. Necrom23 asks, Save do you think American right. games are better than Japanese games? Yes. Wow. You racist. It's, it has no. nothing to do with being racist. No. No, you racist. Okay, well, how do you define better? You define better as what? Being more appealing to more people? Well, then they're better. No, no, no. You define more better. To you. Yeah, I do. I find them more appealing. Racist. How is that racist? I don't understand. Why is that? 
Why is that racist? We just talked about the fact that the Japanese have failed to embrace the cultural communities for which they're selling games, and you're calling me racist? Racist. Okay, whatever. Anyway. You are such an American racist. Um, I think they're about equal in my mind. Is, is the storm coming? Yeah, the storm's coming. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, <laughs> okay. People are going to start to talk. People are going to talk. Next. <laughs> the Beer Ninja asks, which... Star Trek TNG character, do you want to hang oh, out with Oh, stop it. Don't do that. Don't do that. We're not spoiling the Weekly Ringer for the next week. We're not answering that question. You can answer that question. I'm not going to. Because if I do it, it'll spoil the Weekly Ringer. Beverly Crusher. Why? Next question. Um, now? Like, you want to meet her? Like, oh, no, no, no. Kirk Lives asks, do you play any modern console games? Or are you guys just PC players nowadays? Like, that seems to be a follow-up what? to the previous question. Because we play PC games. What? Honestly, I have not turned on my consoles in a while. That's because you're a loser. The, everyone plays on consoles. So I play most of my games on consoles these days, except for the times when I play Tribes of Sand, which is every once in a while. I'm probably going to be mostly PC for a while uh, because not only is Gods and Kings out for Civil Five, but also the Terrible. new SimCity, which is the next game I'm really looking forward to. Consoles. PCs are for noobs. Next. I know. It hurts. Um... Oh, that is a great question. See, that's a gr- see. This is the, this is what happens when you extend the podcast for the special Fourth of July edition. One more minute. Yep. Uh, Algebraic eighty nine asks, if money were no object, what is one game you would want made? Awesome question. Uh, a Pokemon MMO. Stop being. an I'm idiot. I'm being serious. Stop a being Pokemon an idiot. Pokemon MMO that is like. You're a, not being serious. As much as the anime as possible. On a con on the Wii U. The anime's terrible, too. I mean, the-, the anime's awesome, and you <laughs> shut up. Next thing you're going to tell me, you want to see Samurai Pizza Cats made into a game. That is a game. But anyway, go ahead. Another game. Um, I'm going to say... I would love to see a new... I would love to see a new... And this might be coming, by the way. But a third, a third iteration of The Seventh Guest. Which I think is actually in development right, right now. Ninth Guest? By the original... Uh, co-creator Rob Landerus. Does it have George the Fat Man Sanger doing music? No. I bet he's not doing anything. George so. the Fat Man Sanger is probably not doing a damn thing right now. They should. Yep. Uh, <laughs> you're welcome, Rose. Uh, you're welcome. Um, question from Com- from Com- Commodore Beta. Commander- Got milk? Commander Beta. Got milk? No. No. Uh, Joshua Chap asks, corner flour this is, tortilla. This is bad. So, no, I'm not even going to... So the questions are now disintegrating and we're, we don't want to do this that. This is what happens when you extend it. Hey, now, we, we got a great question. We got an awesome flour freaking... tortilla. Flour tortilla all day. Yeah. And he also spelled it flour as in like if I crushed up flowers, not flour as in <laughs> I made it with flour. Which I thought was a special all touch. Right. We're putting an end to the craziness. All right, here's the... ADD at work asks. This is a great question, too. Why is dishwasher fluid made with real lemons and lemonade made with artificial lemons? You know why? First of all, wait a minute. Not all lemonade is made with artificial lemons. Simply Lemonade. Simply Lemonade. The le- Simply Limeade's better. Um, I think that's one of the ancient mysteries of humanity. Besides also, the fact that I would really question whether or not dishwashing liquid is actually re- made with real lemons and what their qualification was there because they probably just squeeze like one lemon. You know what the true answer is? What? America! America! And on that note... We're going to end the show. So anyway, thank you for being a part of our... Are we going to light another sparkler? No. 
Why not? Because I don't want to have to clean this table again. Come on, why not? Let's just burn it. I mean, it's it's, it's 4th of July. When are you going to clean the table next time anyway? Anyway, whatever. Thank you for being a part of our 4th of July special here on the, the Echo Screen Live, the official podcast of the Clan of the Grey Wolf. Now, Rue is going to furiously try to pull out a sparkler and light it within the next 30 seconds, which is probably not going to happen. Anyway, thank you all for watching. Um, I appreciate the questions. We th Fire. Can you do keep, it? Keep talking. Can you do it? Go. So, uh, yes. So, thank you for being a part of it. We're not going to play Stars and Stripes forever, although we should as we end the show today. Why are you lighting it down the middle? That's a terrible idea. It's double. Anyway, so it's double lit. You are really bad at writing lighting this sparklers. Is not fire. There we go. Anyway, so we are. <laughs> so, we are. This is the Echo Screen Live from the Clan of the Grey Wolf. I am the Commodore, and this is. Brew. And we are both from the Clan of the Grey Wolf. Thank you so much. And there is no reset button. Happy Fourth of July, everybody. Whee! Oh, it's spark. Oh, it's hot. Now, you know what I went through at the top of the show. I'm going to go open another beer with my hat. Oh, it hurts. It hurts a lot. Make it, make it stop. It hurts. It hurts. Oh, God. Minute. Good night, Canada.